Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of Loose Lugs, presented by Double L Sports Network. I'm your host, Lauren Leitz, once again, and I am joined by Mark Allen. Mark, how you doing, buddy? Hi, buddy. It's getting to be springtime outside. Yeehaw! <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's uh, mid fifties, low to mid fifties up here in Wisconsin, so starting to be nice finally, and uh, we're starting to enjoy it. Yeah, we're starting to get outside. You know, we can actually uh, do things a little bit out, out, outdoors. So, yeah, it's uh, helping out a lot. And with everything going on, unfortunately, that's allowing us to do a little more around the house that we want to get done early here. So um, looking at the positives, I guess. How's your honeydew list doing? <laughs> it's uh, it's coming along. Um I guess that, like I said, that's a positive with all this going on. You're getting stuff done more than you would usually with not a lot going on. So I'm trying to look at the positives that way. How about yours? Well, uh, I get my chores done early, and then I make sure that uh, I'm on uh, iRacing at night. I've been racing a lot uh, between my work hours, putting a lot of a lot of time on the wheel uh, this weekend, uh, and I guess uh, for the future, you know, until they uh, – Loosen us up and let us go uh, regular racing here later this summer, I guess. You've had a magnet on your bumper lately. Well, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of idiots out there, and uh, yeah, there's some a lot of people are getting on there and thinking that they uh, can uh, be a professional, and I just kind of prove them the otherwise, uh, kind of show them a little concrete once in a while. Give them a wall, you know what I mean? But uh, it's all in fun. I, I don't take it too serious, but I do have a hit list on the wall where I keep a list of people <laughs> who do me wrong, you know? Yeah, I was Isn't actually talking to someone in the short track scene, yes, last night, and they were saying how they were doing some NASCAR Heat 4 on the PS4, and he was going to join – iRacing, but he's trying to get a computer delivered to himself to get on there because there was a lot of quote unquote idiots on NASCAR Heat 4. And I said, well, you may run into that on iRacing a little bit too, but it's all fun. You know, it's something to do, uh, get, get the blues out of your system with no racing going on. So it's it's all good. We love iRacing and sometimes it, it can be frustrating because you're running well and something messes up your race, but that that's racing in general. Yeah, it's a diversion. It uh, it gets gets me through the day and helps me uh, for the racing. And uh, I see this next week. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, future racing, uh, NBC Sportsnet just put out a schedule for this whole next week of racing. I put it on Facebook, and uh, there's seven days of solid racing. They're going to start like one o'clock, or I think it's that's Eastern time, noon, noon until like one in the morning. So it's just uh whole bunch of racing people have been just asking for old races that they can watch and nbc sportsnet is going to fill that bill huh? yeah i saw that too that was good to see they they have a whole schedule like you said so go and check that out it's going to be all day and uh something that we haven't experienced at all so racing is getting a huge boost here it was having a great season before things kind of came to a halt there and it's getting a boost then by not being off because they're going to show old races. And, and Fox has been doing that too lately. And even for someone, they're showing the 88, um, what was that, Phoenix race on earlier where Kawiki won. 
And for someone that wasn't even born at a time to see the racing and see all your heroes from back in the day race, it's a great time to see that. You know, I didn't know if you were aware that it was on, and that's why when I worked nights and I got up and, you know, for breakfast I got to watch a race. I was like, hey, Fox, they got, they got the Phoenix race, and I asked you if you were on there because that was well worth watching. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> boy, have things really changed, haven't they? Everything, you know, there's, there's a – a guy at the end of the pit road with a stop and go standing in the middle of pit road, just waiting to get run over. And, um, you know, there's cars that are wrecked that don't have no front ends on them, still trying to make, make laps. And just, there was so much difference there. And boy, does Phoenix look a lot different than what it does today. Huh? And, and crew guys sitting out on pit road with no safety equipment running out there with cars coming down the pit lane. I saw one earlier where a guy was pitted, right in in front of some other guy that was coming in pitting behind him. And if the guys were very, very close, I mean, that could have went bad very quickly and, and no safety equipment. We, we kind of forget because it wasn't really that long ago that those major changes have happened. Yeah. They didn't start speed road, uh, speed uh, limit on pit road until I believe it was 89. You know, you watch these old races and these guys are just flying down pit road and uh yeah. Wow, you know, times have really changed with the safety and stuff like that. It's uh, really interesting to watch that stuff. <laughs> it's really good stuff. No doubt, no doubt. Um, but we're enjoying seeing those old races on it. You know, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I can watch this, and Austin, it starts. Like the Richmond race last week that you and I were talking about over texting, it was like, I don't know if I'm going to watch this. And Austin, I saw a few laps, and I was hooked. I had to watch it. Yeah, it brings back a lot of memories. Well, I used to watch them all the time. I think some of those races might be a little bit before your time. I have a lot of recordings uh, back in the mid-80s and through the 90s. I recorded every race. Uh, it's on v um, v VCR. And, uh, well, one day I just pulled the box out. I must have about like 50, 60 races that if they were a good race, I actually kept them. And if they weren't, then I just taped over them. And uh, I've got a Darlington 1986 that I'm been kind of in and out watching, and it's just uh, fabulous racing. I, you know, it's uh, it's good stuff. My my friend Dan Strong, he wants to uh, help me out and put it on disc. You know, get it on CD, and uh, I think maybe uh, later on this year we might uh, put ourselves together and see if I can get that stuff over on uh, get it on a CD. I'd probably enjoy it even better. <laughs> You know, my grandma taped all of my uncle's races when he raced at Wisconsin International Raceway, WIR as we know it, and she was able to put it on CD. I think Milwaukee PC did hers, so that's another option if you and Dan have uh, some struggles there. Actually, I was texting with him earlier today, too. Um, sounds like the Fox River Racing Club might be doing a podcast tonight, so we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, he asked me too. He said he asked me if I was going. How about any interested? And I said, "Oh, sorry, working. I'm working, man. This week I'm out uh, risking my life uh, making plastic. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's all good. We're using a lot of safety behind the scenes, and you constantly think about what you're doing and what you're touching, and mm -hmm. you know you have to uh, pay attention to that stuff." Yeah, and you know, I I've been getting a lot of texts, especially from like Ashley's family, who's been calling Ashley, and we've been talking about. Uh, now I work, work in healthcare, and uh, they think it's unsafe, or you know you have to be extra careful. But which, which you do absolutely. But 
the one thing that I, that keeps my mind at ease is we're constantly wiping stuff down. We're really not seeing a whole lot of people in the office anymore. We're doing more of phone or video visits. And to be honest with you, it's probably the safest place to be for how much we're wiping stuff down and wearing masks and all that. So, um, thank you to all the people that work in healthcare and that are going to work too at their jobs. I mean, this, this world still needs those people and needs supplies. So it's, it's just a tough time, but thank you to everyone that's uh, remaining positive and, and doing their own thing and trying to keep other people safe. Yep. Ditto here. Yep. Absolutely. So, uh, hey, let's go back to racing here. Yeah. Last time uh, we had chatted, we were about to go racing in Texas. It's been a little while since that's happened, but let's get into it. Um, I racing at Texas. So they actually did broadcast the pre-show and the race, the qualifying race to get in. That was on enascar.com slash live, I believe. And uh, they actually did no cautions, which IndyCar had did the previous day and it actually worked pretty well for them. So no cautions in the qualifying race. Uh, the qualifying was extremely tight and uh, Majeski was out in front. He got a great start. There was tight racing throughout the field. Eckes ended up touching the right rear of somebody and lost a ton of spots early. Uh, a few laps later, he actually got turned around and Briscoe uh, was also turned around at, at some point shortly after. Yeah, that affected Eckes on lap six when he had right front damage. And then, yep, but then he went agriculture and went flying through the grass and that ruined his day. Yep. Um, lap cars. One of them was Tyler Ankrum. He played a little bit of havoc there. He actually had contact with Ty Majeski, who was leading the race at the time. Majeski lost the lead to Anthony Alfredo due to the contact with Ankrum. Uh, he actually slipped back to third. And then uh, Derek Krause and Ryan Truex tangle. Truex goes around. Krause goes through the grass and maybe even had contact from Garcia Jr. as well. Yeah, what's, you know, once again, there's a lap car, you know, there's no reason to race the leaders because if you're a lap down with no cautions, your day is over. So why race the leaders? And he actually gave uh, Majeski some front end damage and that's how he lost the lead. He uh, still was good enough to finish third in that race. Yeah, I didn't really understand that either with no cautions. Like you said, the race is done. We've experienced that with the K&N, now the ARCA series in iRacing. It's just too much to overcome. So that was a little surprising there that he was racing that that hard. He had raced through the field kind of hard before he got to Majeski and almost cost second and third place their spot. They He ended up getting around them, and then him and Majeski made contact. Luckily, Ty was able to continue and finish third and, and get in, but a little bit of trouble there and havoc from the lap car of Tyler Ankrum. Um, yeah, so this iRacing I thing is going to go on tonight. I believe um, I'm going to be at work, so I'm not going to be able to actually witness it. So you're going to have to fill me in on it. Uh, you know, I'll be uh, trusting you to help me out to see how that goes because I won't be able to see it. I don't think you can record it off the computer. Um, so fill me in on that and uh, how that goes. But I'll be uh, I'll be able to watch tomorrow's race. Yeah, I'm trying to figure something out because the FRC wants to do their podcast at seven, which is right smack dab when that's supposed to start. So. I'm hoping either that we can choose a different time or that you can rewatch that race. So I'm still trying to figure something out, but getting back to uh, Texas. So Alex, the Bay ended up uh, taking the win with a lap last uh, last lap pass over Anthony Alfredo. It was uh, LeBay, Alfredo Majeski and Garcia jr. Who all advanced into the big race. 
Ruben Garcia, he's a Mexican NASCAR driver. And I guess he's pretty pretty darn good down there. So yep. he said that his credentials are really good from coming out of Mexico down there. Absolutely. Um, and we'll touch on what you were talking about, about the race tonight. Uh, they switched up the format a little bit. I have some notes on that after we get through the, the big Sunday race here. So then uh, those four transfer in. William Byron was able to uh, start on the pole for that race. He gets a great start. Dale Jr. goes the second. Um, Clint and Denny Hamlin were in the back saving and being safe early. Um, it was interesting when they started that race. They started it on lap two. They must have been had a gentleman's agreement to do an extra lap. There was no pace car uh, running around on lap one. And when I rewatched it, that is true that they started on lap two of that race. So I feel that there was a gentleman agreement, uh, maybe also with the networks, to uh, get everything fitted in before uh, before they started the race. So <laughs> interesting stuff there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, John Hunter Nemechek goes to second early when he gets around Dale Jr. Uh, Ryan Blaney and Kyle Busch get together for a big wreck. There was actually no caution during that one. And then a few laps later, Bobby Labonte and Austin Dillon have some tight racing. Christopher Bell was able to close on them, tries to go to the outside of Austin Dillon to make it three wide. They have a little bit of contact, big wreck with Michael McDowell. That was around lap 27, wasn't it? And, uh, um, yeah, you could actually see that uh, Kyle Busch, uh, it sounded like he put a lot of extra time in, a lot Maybe. of extra practice, and uh, you could actually see that uh, some people have been working on their skills. Uh, quite obvious uh, in one week there. Talk about improvement. I mean, I I have seen that out of Kyle Busch major this week about how, how much he's improved because he had a lot of, lot of trouble back uh, when they first started this. He tried to drive the dirt car uh, – a sprint car on dirt on uh, Wednesday night from uh, um, where were they? I'm thinking about, Oh, at Charlotte, Charlotte dirt track. And also the Kyle Bush is in there like, well, this will be worth sitting down and watching. And uh, you know, they had the in-car camera with him and uh, Hey, he was sawing the wheel. He was trying. So good, good for him. <laughs> yeah. They're starting to do that Wednesday night series too. So we'll see if uh, that continues. I have to look that up a little bit uh, to get some information on it, but great to see that uh, a lot of different things are getting coverage here uh, on iRacing. Yeah. Hey, another thing was, you know, how much we struggled in one and two in Texas, <laughs> um, you know, they took the banking out of turn one, you know, so that just absolutely changed the, the way that you do the apex around Texas and, you know, the, the good drivers figure that out. We, uh, we worked on that all week last week, and I thought the discipline for all them drivers of how they were racing was really, really awesome. I thought there'd be a lot more drivers that would be struggling, especially coming out of turn two. And, uh, well, turn four had a couple incidents, but I thought all in all, everybody did a good job. Earlier in the re uh, week at Texas, they, they changed it up midweek, had an update, and you really had to be easy on it in turn one. You could power it in there pretty good, but then you would just burn up your stuff like at Homestead and other, other tracks, Atlanta, same kind of situation. And we kind of learned that early when we are running the Cup Series and how you could uh, ease it into one and two and really save your stuff, and that paid dividends late. So they did adjust that about midweek. It became more loose in one and two, so you still had to kind of be easy on it, but it did change a little bit. But those guys figured it out pretty quick as well. 
Oh, I love them old tires. If everybody would leave the cautions last week, I had awesome runs on old tires at Texas that I learned there. And, uh, and then just once when you got it all figured out, then a caution would come out, everybody get new tires on, and then well, then that would even the, even it all out. But uh, yep. um, yeah, you learn you learn how to save your tires. You know, it, it makes a big difference, especially on long green flags. That's been my specialty too, as of late, is old tires. Being, I mean, guys get by me, I lose five, six spots on on new tires, and all of a sudden they start to come in, then they come back, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, so they were, the NASCAR guys were able to figure that out as well. And you can see some guys come through the field late. Um, after that caution with Christopher Bell, William Byron and Ryan Priest led back to green. Good start for Byron. John, uh, John Hunter Nemechek goes back to second. Then Klegerman gets by him shortly after and Ryan Priest to third. So John Hunter fell back a little bit. Um, Anthony Alfredo made um his way into the top 10 same with garcia jr they were in the back because of the qualifier so to have them up into the top 10 pretty early was pretty impressive yeah um let's see um the 51 car garrett smithley he had significant rear end damage that i noticed through there and then on lap 40 alfredo got the old saturday night special into the wall (laughs) so he ended up with major damage he's had all kinds of interesting things going on and it's usually not not very good um he was spinning around like a top even jeff gordon said wow i got dizzy off of that one between three and four and it's just amazing nobody just came and clobbered him some more yep so right before that happened dale jr made a pass to get himself back up to third alex bowman had some uh pit troubles as well um after during that caution like you said anthony alfredo got right reared he like you said he you and i have talked about this over the last few weeks he just can't catch a break no he's always in the wrong place at the wrong time he's aggressive though you know he gives her but uh yeah he's always seems to be on the short end of the stick boy you know somebody like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was actually just gonna say that sounds like you you have a magnet on your car for bad things yeah, it's been a bad luck, but we'll turn it around there. So, hey, and then on that caution flag, uh, Clint Boyer found out about the ghost mode when you kind yeah. of drive through another car, you know, and you can't see your pit box, and he didn't know that, and he just sat there and just started rattling off, and I mean, just giggling funny. That is just hilarious of what Clint Boyer was saying, and <laughs> it was it made the whole show just listening to Clint Boyer. Yeah, you know, that's something that we deal with on iRacing as well. So does everyone else is trying to go through cars if cars are on the inside of you. It's it's tough. And seeing those guys go through it, it makes you feel a little better because you struggle with that as well. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, his comments. And then he was asking uh, uh, Jeff Gordon to be his crew chief and, and yep. Larry Mack, and he said, you're fired and I'm keeping you and you don't know what you're talking about. And, blah. <laughs> and it was just all in all great fun. Clint, Clint's great. He's he's really the best. I mean, he's he's got to take a career in broadcasting after his career is done. I mean, we we've we can't say it enough. We've said it every week that we've been on here. He's just the the star of the show. Yep, he is. Yep, I, I hope that's uh, the way it goes. That when he's done racing, that he can go get in the booth, and it will just make it so entertaining. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, so then after we get going to green here, Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott lead back to green. Chase Elliott was able to get the lead with help from uh, William Byron, but Byron took the lead back one lap later. Dale Jr. was falling through the field. He had some left front damage, so he fell a little bit. He was able to make himself back up into the top 10, I believe, 
um, but then had trouble later. Um, Ryan Priest was able uh, to take the lead. John Hunter Nemechek was uh, second. Denny Hamlin started to fall. He was on old tires. Yeah, yeah, Priest got the lead. And then, yeah, John Hunter Nemechek even uh, uh, seems to be a, a decent eye racer too that he's been running up front also. So, um, yeah, it was good to see him up there. Yeah, he's pretty impressive. So, he, like you said, he took the lead. He got a push from William Byron. Byron went to second one lap later. And then I noticed this. Here comes Ty Majeski up to eighth. Yeah, he came from all the way from the back, and he was picking them off one one by one as he was coming through the field. Yep. Um, William Byron takes the lead back on lap 67. Dale Jr., as I mentioned, gets it back up to 10th. But then he had issues off of turn four and hits the wall. That is easy to do. We have seen that many of times this week during iRacing. That turn four wall comes up quick. Jeff Gordon said, oh, that must have been a tire issue. And I was just shaking my head like, no, no, no. It's too easy. Once when she starts drifting and that wall will come up and it will grab you and do major damage to your car. And when they did the replay, they like just like, oh, you know, okay. And even Jay uh, Jr. said that he had a brain fart on that one. So, yep, that's easy to do. So, <laughs> Shortly after that happened, Kyle Busch gets into the top 10. We just talked about his improvement. There it is. Um, John Hunter Nemechek has some trouble on pit road. Um, Alex LeBay did as well. Ty Majeski was actually leading the race during green flag stops. He led a few laps before pitting, and he got caught for speeding, and it was uh, somewhat obvious there on, on TV. Yeah, it was obvious. And then I seen an interview that was on Facebook earlier this morning that he actually said on there that, yes, he did get caught speeding. It was uh, very obvious that he did that. Just like, whoa, dude, I was like, oh, that's going to cost you. And then, and that was pretty much the last time you saw him the rest of the day. He, and, and you didn't hear from Ty the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, Parker Kligerman and Ryan Priest had a close call on pit road. Dale Jr. stayed out longer. Pitts with 18 to go. William Byron back to the lead. Um, then Daniel Suarez wrecks and brings out the caution. Uh, McDowell was up there too, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep. McDowell was running very good also at that time. Yep. Um, William Byron and Timmy Hill were about to have a battle when Clint Boyer and Greg Biffle get together. They were actually three wide, and Boyer didn't know he was three wide and kind of came up and pinched Greg Biffle. Um, Ty Majeski, Dylan, Stenhouse Jr. all involved there. And then Daniel Suarez gets parked for intentionally trying to wreck Ty Dillon there. Um, he tried to blame it on the dog on social media, somewhat like uh, Alex Bowman did last week or two weeks ago. And uh, Larry McReynolds said that was about the worst attempt he ever seen to see someone try to take out someone intentionally and miss. You know, and I racing frowns on that, you know, and uh, uh, that they police that that's uh, was uh, uncalled for. Um, it, it, it happens on there. But uh, I also like between uh, Boyer and Biffle, that uh, they wanted to talk about it afterwards, and there was some <laughs> sparring words between them, all in good fun. But, you know, it was a racing accident that just, you know, they clicked doors and they both buried her in the wall. You know, um, would have been, in real life, that would have been a nasty incident. But, uh, you know, um, yeah, they had some uh, good conversation about that uh, incident also. Yeah, and I think they, Biffle knew they were three wide, Clint didn't, so I think, uh yeah, they, they had some words, but I think everything got figured out there. It's it's tough to tell sometimes. So, 
Um, glad they were able to work that out. Um, we go back to green with five to go, but Bobby Labani spins. Um, that was uh, that was unfortunate. Then we go back and Timmy Hill moves William Byron. Timmy Hill goes to lead. Smith lead a second. Parker Kligerman and John Hunter Nemechek make contact. Priest has to go into the grass. Then John Hunter Nemechek hits Alex LeBay, who hits Kligerman, who hits Byron, and uh, the caution is out. You know, uh, they never went back to show if Bobby Labonte got moved or if he had a wheel spin. I would actually probably think that was a wheel spin. That's easy to do there also. Um, when Priest went flying through the grass, it looked like he's like five feet off of pit road. And if he would have just touched pit road going that speed, he would have got nailed for a penalty. But he uh, he got his position back after that. And uh, that was fortunate for him. That, <laughs> was, so. that was huge that he did not go down pit road. Absolutely huge. And we'll tell you here why in a second. But, man, that, w- that was close. That was close. Um, we go back to green. Timmy Hill has a good start. Here comes Priest. And we just mentioned – why it was a big deal. He gets up to second. Landon Kiss- Castle and Garrett Smithley are coming uh, to the front as well. Timmy Hill wins the race, beats Ryan Priest, which Priest probably could have made that interesting and moved him once or twice, but didn't. Uh, Garrett Smithley finishes third, Landon Castle fourth, and Alex Bowman fifth. You know, Priest was really tucked up under Timmy Hill. I mean, that was. Uh... You could have actually got a net coat out of that. It was so close. Um, I think maybe if he could have touched him, he would have. But uh, good race all around. Um, it was uh, Timmy Hill when he took out uh, the 24. Um, it just, <laughs> he moved him. Uh, Byron said he went home and he was mad for hours afterwards. He said it took him a few hours to calm down from that, which means it, it, it means a lot, you know, for bragging rights. Um, so Byron wasn't, I wasn't too happy about that. By the way, uh, Lauren, who did you, uh, who did you pick for that race down there in Texas? I have that right here. Actually, I had William Byron. Thank you very much. And you had Timmy Hill. So, uh, you and I had some fun with that after as well. (laughs) Yes, we did. Like I said, he never touched him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, sure. (laughs) Um, no, what, what a, what a great race. Um, Boy, these boys have been putting on a show. It's fun to see. It's going to continue here. Now NBC Sports gets on board with not only IndyCar, but they're doing their uh, their thing as well. It's 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 awesome to see. It's hard to put into words because you know it it come it came together quickly, but it's it's given us a lot of joy to watch this. Oh yes, yes, it's worth watching. Um, I hear. 90, 90% of people uh, actually approve it. They think it's pretty good. Um, there's some other people that really would really like to see some racing, but they got to just remember that this is all good fun. It's a diversion, you know, and it's uh, it, it gets something to pass the time. But, uh, boy, did they open up the window on this, you know, that all these other series are now getting involved. And there's a whole bunch of it that's going to be coming, you know, coming our way. So there's a lot of racing. It's uh, it's amazing that you know you can't you can't do this in any other sport. It's just simulation doesn't work in, in any other sport. But uh, for racing, I mean, you can you can do it. I have people all through the week. As a matter of fact, today somebody took a picture of their steering wheel and said, "Would this work?" You know, for i racing. And there's people asking me questions, and there's so many people that want to get on, and they're they're you know, I'm getting replies all the time. 
and uh, and I and I message them off to the side and saying, if you need help, any advice, whatever for your for your career, once when you get on, I'll help you. <laughs> I'll help you try to stay clean. I'll steer you in the right way. But um, you know, there's a lot of people that want to be involved with it, and it's uh, all all good stuff, man. Absolutely. Yep. I've had people reach out to me. The guy that I was talking to last night, he reached out to me. Um, I felt people in the past get on from the short track scene. So please reach out to us with, with any questions. We'll help you out as much as we can. Um, and we would love to see you on there. Reach out to us. Uh, there's a referral program as well. If you feel um, nice enough to refer us, if you heard it from us, uh, go ahead and do that. We get $10 in iRacing credits then. So a little thing just to help out with uh, getting tracks, cars, uh, membership. And then uh, as you grow your track and car purchases, you get percentage off. I think I said 40%. The The other week, it's actually 20, I believe. But still something is, as you're having fun in, in doing it, it's, uh, it's a joy, man. Except when you have computer problems, that's the only thing. I had uh, a few of those this week at Bristol. We'll see what happens next week. But uh, Man, it's it's so much fun. It's great to get involved with the um, racing community, have some fun with the friends. It's it's great. That referral program, you know, can actually uh, come back to benefit you because, heck, I'll buy you a beer when I see you at the racetrack. You know, that's the kind of guy I am. So, you know, if uh, so, there's some incentive to get on there that you can actually get you a free beer at the racetrack if you uh, refer us. So. So get on in there and grab a wheel and let's go racing. Huh? Let's go. Let's go. So uh, I think the first podcast we did when they announced this iRacing thing, I said, hey, how about they go to Bristol? Well, that's coming up next. And uh, they have actually shown a lot of improvement. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes because Bristol is a different animal when you're talking about it. And it is in real life and it is on iRacing as well. Um, and you know, I, Go ahead. Go, go, no, go ahead. Keep going. And as we mentioned before, we uh, said that they're switching up the program a little bit. So they're starting with a Saturday Night Thunder special featuring ARCA, uh, Peak Mexico Series, Wheel and Euro Series, Truck and Xfinity drivers. Nobody will actually transfer from this race today to Sunday, which is somewhat unfortunate, but I understand because you want to get those drivers in their own race. I get it. Um and then Sunday, which will actually happen, is they're going to have two heat races as qualifiers. And then before the um, 12 o'clock Central race on Fox and Four Sports 1, um, everyone in the heat races will actually transfer to, to the race. So the, the heat races are actually just going to be qualifying races where wherever you finish, you'll start. So uh, they got a little bit of a different program happening there. Yeah, I see. I'm looking at the, the drivers list. Even for tonight's race, there's like 40, 40 drivers there for tonight's race. All big swings. I, I even see Kaz uh, Grala is in there. He just started his career this last week, and he actually beat me at uh, South Boston. I uh, I got a fifth out of him. I, I followed him through, uh, I followed him through the, the, the field. And uh, he just pulled away from me. And then I, I looked at his record. And I said, oh, he's only raced 10 times, and he's won four times. So he's a, a natural. And I see that he's actually in that race tonight. Sam Mayer's in there, Ty Majeski. You know, there's some Wisconsin Wisconsin guys in there. Uh, as for tomorrow's race, as of 4 o'clock this morning, they said Dale Earnhardt Jr. has not committed yet to racing on, 
on the race tomorrow. I don't know if that has changed through the day today, but it has all the regulars that practically everybody now that's in cup racing is pretty much racing on iRacing now. Yeah, I found that interesting that Dale Jr. wasn't on the list here. I actually have the list for both lineups here. So well, let's start with the Saturday Night Thunders uh, lineup here first. Um, Alex LeBay is going to be in that. Anthony Alfredo, Bailey Curry, Blake Cook, Brandon Brown, Brennan Poole, Chandler Smith, Chase Cabray, uh, Christian Eckes, Harrison Burton, Jeb Burton, Jesse Awuji, JJ Yaley, Joey Gase, Alex, El- or Alex, um, Justin Elgeyer, Justin Haley, Kaz Grella, Kyle Weatherman, Landon Huffman, um, Logan Seavey, Matt Mills, Michael Annette, Myatt Snyder, Ruben Garcia Jr., Ryan Ellis, Ryan Truex, Sam Mayer, Scott Stenzel, Sheldon Creed, um, Boyd is going to be in there, Stephen Light, Stuart Friesen, Ty Majeski, Tyler Ingram, and Will Rogers. So, um, some heavy hitters at the lower levels here. It'll be a, it'll be a fantastic race. They are going to race with the Arca Menard series car on iRacing. And so what does that mean? There's going to be no cautions. Uh, are they going to, or is there, how many resets does it? Say I haven't seen that? anything regarding that. No. In fact, they just came down today and said it's going to be at seven o'clock central. So there's kind of limited information out there from what I've seen from it. I think it came together rather quickly. And there's not a whole lot of information, so we'll have to watch tonight and see the format that they do. Yeah, there's some guys, well, even Ty, Ty Majeski mentioned that it's unfortunate that he can't go race with the big boys. Uh, he gained some sponsorship from a construction company, he said, out of this iRacing deal. And there's been some other, other drivers out there that's actually picked up some sponsorships through here. But this is a, a whole new deal. A heck of a lineup there, man. Uh, too bad I'm walking out the door when this starts up. So, yep, you'll have to fill me in and let me know. Yep, how I that will. Um, do you have a favorite uh, for this race at all? On the uh, on the yep. Saturday night race? Uh, let me see here. I'm just going through the list real quick here. Um, hmm. You know, I'll I'll take Alex LeBay. Boy, is he a racer, huh? I'll take Alex LeBay. That That's would be a fantastic pick. pick there. I'm going to go with Anthony Alfredo. I think his luck will change around, and, and he'll take it there. So um, I'll mark you down for LeBay. I'll take Anthony Alfredo. So then in Sunday, they're going to do heat races, as we mentioned previously, to set the lineup here. Um, here's the driver's list for this one. Kurt Busch, Brad Keselowski, Austin Dillon, Ross Chastain will be in the six for Roush Fenway, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Ty Dillon, Clint Boyer, um, Chris Buescher, Kyle Busch. The 19 will be Bobby Labonte once again. Eric Jones, Matt Benedetto, Joey Logano, William Byron. Tyler Reddick will be in the 31. I think that's because the 8 has been run by Dale Jr. the last few races, so I think they'll keep the 8 open for him if he's going to get in. Um, the 34 of Michael McDowell, the 37 of Ryan Priest. The 38th of John Hunter Nemechek, Kyle Larson in the 42, Bubba Wallace, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Jimmy Johnson, Garrett Smithley, Timmy Hill, the 77 of Parker Kligerman, 88 of Alex Bowman, the 89 of um, Castle, 95 of Christopher Bell, and Daniel Suarez rounds out the field there as of right now. This is all subject to change, even the Saturday Night Thunder, but that's what we have is now. Um, Mark, Bristol, who do you have? 
Well, I went up and down a list, and I'm uh, this week I'm going to take Garrett Smithley to take the Bristol E-Racing there. E-I-Racing. That's a good pick there. I, the last few weeks, have took William Byron, and it's been nothing but bad luck. So I am going to go with the (laughs) – I'm looking here. Um, Oh, man, this is is tough. a lot to pick from. This is tough. I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin. We'll go with Denny. Why not? Yeah, why not? You you could pick you could pick 15 drivers out of that well, whole list. Anybody could. And like that. we talked about in the first podcast regarding iRacing, there's a lot of inexperience here and inexperience at Bristol. Oh boy, this could be uh, this could be an interesting one. You know, like I said a couple of weeks ago, they need like five yeah. resets, and uh, they, they knocked it down to one at Texas, which made it. Uh, more entertaining, and uh, hey, I believe they should do the same thing at Bristol. Same thing. I mean, these guys have all had time to practice and get good at it, so I, I could see one reset. That would be fine. I would probably lean towards two, just to just to see. You know, people still have to be careful, but uh, I'd be okay. It doesn't see how 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 long is the race? Did it, oh, did good it question. I I did not see that either. Um, but if they go, look, I think I. I think I did see something like it's like 138 laps or something like that. If they, it's around that area, 100, 168 laps. That sounds about right. Yeah, so I'd be, I guess I'd be okay with one. I'd be okay either way. Uh, I think when there's less resets, I think you had the better racing. I don't know if it was because of that or if it's because they had more experience on it, but definitely a better show at Texas. Yeah, it was much better. That one reset was just fine. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden, well, if you got damaged twice, well, then you're stuck with your damage, and then, <laughs> and then you move on. It's just like typical iRacing. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I'm really looking forward to the next two days here to see what happens at Bristol. It's a tough track. Um, some inexperience there. It'll, it'll be exciting for sure. I'm really looking forward to it. You know, uh, just like Garrett Smithley, he, uh, he gained a sponsor of gunbroker.com. Uh, th- through Rick Ware Racing. So there's been some uh, um, added um, sponsorship. Leaf fitter, filter gutter protection is going to become the iRacing series sponsor for two weeks starting on the April 7th. So there's companies and sponsorship that's actually getting on board. And uh, that's that's good stuff, man. <laughs> I, I like seeing more people getting involved. Absolutely. So Leaf Filter is actually owned by Matt Collig. Colleague Racing, he owns that. So that's great to see he continues to be involved mm-hmm. because you've seen him come through the ranks. He was uh, slow starting Xfinity Series. Now he is winning races in the Xfinity Series. They feel that a car in the Cup Series. So he's getting more and more involved, and it's, it's, a great, it's great to see guys like that succeed. And also uh, starting next week also is the Short Track Challenge. That's also going to be on NBC Sports yep. Net. That they're racing some short tracks coming here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Monday they're at Rockingham, and then Tuesday they're at my favorite Lucas Oil. I love that place. I can really rock around that place. Wednesday Myrtle Beach, and then Thursday they're going to have a championship series, and they're running this at six o'clock every night this week, Monday through Thursday, and uh, they have six drivers 
per race, and then the top two uh, get to go to the championship on Thursday at Martinsville. Yeah, that's great research there. I know I had seen something come up, but I haven't uh, written it down yet. So that's exciting, too. Like I said, NBC is going to have their deal. Fox is doing this uh, Cup Series thing, and now the lower series deal on Saturday night. So a lot of uh, TV getting involved, racing getting involved, a lot of drivers getting involved. Great to see. Yeah. Um, also, I I also see that NASCAR has stepped up about the gambling policies, you know, how drivers cannot be betting on racing. And now they have added underlined in bold letters that they cannot also place bets on e-NASCAR, e-sports mm-hmm. of any kind. So, so they've actually stepped up on the gambling policies about uh, drivers and their crews of how they can uh, go about doing that. Interesting. Yeah, that uh, I knew they had cracked down hard with the betting becoming legal in some states. So now it's obviously going to the E-Series for them since they're that's all they're doing right now. So that's uh, that's some interesting news. Other other things in the news as well is there's talk going around that NASCAR may be thinking late May around the Coke 600 time that they'll start up the season. Um, that would be best case right now. So um, we'll see what happens there. There would be a lot of doubleheader weekends, it sounds like. Um, I've even heard some people say, now these are all rumors, maybe it was partly April Fool's, um, that the Xfinity and Truck Series wouldn't be racing as much, um, even shutting it down, which I find hard to believe. Um, so there's, there's some news up there. Hopefully some good news comes out soon. I saw a schedule come out. NASCAR was tossing around with some of the teams. Um, I didn't put it out there because I actually haven't gotten it straight from NASCAR. So, um, but yeah, I have seen a revised schedule with some double headers and some Wednesday night racing. Um, we'll, uh, we'll have to see once when NASCAR decides to uh, put that out there. Yeah. So. That's why I really haven't announced anything yet either. I'm just saying there are some rumors out there because there are so many things swirling around on social media, on the internet that you don't know if, if it's real yet. So we don't want to say anything is official yet. So we want to get it straight from NASCAR. We don't want to, we don't want to be those people that put it out there and it's, it's not real information. It's called piling on. So, and, and I don't, uh, there's enough of that going on out yep. there. Um, also the 20, the 2022 car that's been put on mm-hmm. hold. So they're not going to be uh so it looks like next year we're going to be racing uh, the car that we have. Now we're going to be racing again next year. Yeah, a lot of the manufacturers wanted that to happen too. They wanted it to, to be delayed until 2022. So I kind of saw that come in with the delay here, and they're not able to test and get that thing just how they want it. So that's delayed until 2022. Maybe that allows another manufacturer to get in. So we'll see. Yeah, even Jimmy Johnson says he's going to maybe uh, run her one more year, too. So he wants to go out in style with a full schedule, too. Yeah, so so we'll see how that goes. Also. Someone had asked him about that on social media directly, and he said, we'll see what happens. So uh, just unprecedented times. We've said that many, many of times here on the podcast. So everything's kind of up in the air right now. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Um, so, but otherwise, if nothing else, there's a whole ton of racing coming up. So people have been begging for old-time racing, and, uh, you know, just go to jsky.com 
and they have all kinds of information about all the races that are coming up in the next uh, next week, and I'm sure they're going to keep that going for a long time. Yep, yep, absolutely. We'll uh, we'll look forward to seeing the racing the next two days, and then next week with NBC Sports Network. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's enjoy these times that we are going to have here with uh, the old races, the sim racing. So we'll enjoy a bunch of racing these next couple of weeks for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yep. So Bristol on, I believe it's Fox, uh, Fox say that they're going to keep covering it. I did not look to see to record it. Um, yeah, but it's at 12 o'clock. I would probably bet it's on FS1 and, uh, yeah. And so we'll be able to go racing tomorrow. So if nothing else, enjoy tonight's race and, uh, and think of me while I'm slaving and not, not watching racing. Maybe I will a little bit. I'll try to pick a little bit up while I'm on, on a break. So, so yep. that's uh, where we are. Yep. So tonight it's on at seven central time. And that is the uh, enascar.com slash live. And then tomorrow it's on Fox or Fox sports one, also the Fox sports go app. So make sure to check your TV listings there to see how you can get it. I know last week here we had it on both Fox and Fox sports one Fox sports one was just slightly ahead of Fox. So I actually watched it on Fox sports one. But make sure you check your TV listings. That's 12 o'clock noon central time tomorrow for the big race. So we'll have some fun with that. Mark, uh, thanks for joining us again. And we'll look forward to doing this again soon. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Uh, and, uh, yep, everybody have a good week. And hang in there. We're getting there. So, all right, see you later. Yep, see you, see you everybody.